Hi, you are listening to Encouraging Women for Christ, and I'm your host and Bible teacher, Courtney Silberman. Ladies, have you been looking for a simple, straightforward way to understand the book of Revelation? Well, join us today as we take this amazing book one verse at a time using easy-to-understand explanations and other verses in the Bible to go through this incredible book. I know you are going to leave each teaching blessed and refreshed in the Word of God and hopeful in what's to come as a follower of Jesus Christ. And hey, if you are just beginning your journey to understand what a relationship with Jesus is, please join us too. You will learn so much about Jesus' love for you and hear all about how you can enter into a personal relationship with God for yourself. Let's be excited together about the glorious future we have in Christ Jesus. And know we will be blessed, as Revelation 1-3 tells us, when we invest the time in learning the book of Revelation together. Hi, it's Courtney, and welcome back to our study of the book of Revelation. Today we're going to be in Revelation chapter 18. We are going to look at this final, final chapter of the tribulation, woohoo, before Jesus returns, and we are going to see the full fall of Babylon in this chapter. So I'm going to begin by reading in Revelation chapter 18. If you would like to follow along, I have provided the link right below this video. You can click on it and you can follow along with me. It's really, really helpful um, to keep our eyes on the text as we're going through it. It really enhances the learning as we keep this word in our hearts um, as we learn it. So let's go ahead and start by reading and then I'll go into prayer. So it says in Revelation chapter 18, after these things I saw another angel coming down from heaven having great authority and the earth was illuminated with his glory. And he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit, and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, and lest you receive of her plagues. For her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Render her to her just as she rendered to you, and repay her double, according to her works. In the cup which she has mixed, mix double for her. In the measure that she glorified herself and lived luxuriously, in the same measure give her torment and sorrow. For she says in her heart, I sit as queen and am no widow and will not see sorrow. Therefore her plagues will come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she will be utterly burned with fire. For strong is the Lord who judges her. Verse 9, the kings of the earth who committed fornication and lived luxuriously with her will weep and lament for her when they see the smoke of her burning, standing at a distance for fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour your judgment has come. And the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her, for no one buys their merchandise anymore. Merchandise of gold and silver, precious stones and pearls, fine linen and purple, 
silk and scarlet, every kind of citron wood, every kind of object of ivory, every kind of object of most precious wood, bronze, iron, and marble, and cinnamon and incense, fragrant oil and frankincense, wine and oil, fine flour and wheat, cattle and sheep, horses and chariots and bodies and souls of men, the fruit that your soul longed for has gone from you and all the things which are rich and splendid have gone from you and you shall find them no more at all. The merchants of these things who became rich by her will stand at a distance for fear of her torment, weeping and wailing and saying, Alas, alas, that great city that was clothed in fine linen, purple and scarlet, and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls. For in one hour such great riches came to nothing. Every shipmaster, all who travel by ship, Sailors and as many as trade on the sea stood at a distance and cried out when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What is like this great city? They threw dust on their heads and cried out, weeping and wailing and saying, Alas, alas, that great city in which all who had ships on the sea became rich by her wealth, for in one hour she is made desolate. Rejoice over her, O heaven, and you holy apostles and prophets, for God has avenged you on her. Then a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and threw it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence the great city Babylon shall be thrown down and shall not be found any more. The sound of harpists, music, musicians, flutists, and trumpeters shall not be heard in you any more. No craftsman of any craft shall be found in you any more. And the sound of a millstone shall not be heard in you any more. The light of a lamp shall not shine in you any more, and the voice of bridegroom and bride shall not be heard in you any more. For your merchants were the great men of the earth. By your sorcery all the nations were deceived, and in her was found the blood of prophets and saints and of all who were slain on the earth. Let's pray. Gracious Father, we thank you so much that with chapter 18 we have reached the end of the seven-year tribulation. We have reached the final judgment, the finality of the fall of Babylon. And we just ask you right now, Lord, that you would help us understand your word, that you would show us in your scriptures where you would like us to go so we can know the full counsel of your word together as we study. And we thank you so much for your great help for us through the Holy Spirit whom, he, whom you have given us to be our helper. And I ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so we have quite a detailed chapter here on the fall of Babylon. And so if you had not had a chance to join us in the last video in chapter 17, we really went through a background on what Babylon is, who Babylon is in, um, in our last video. So if you missed that, you might want to go back and take a look at that before you um, come back to this chapter in 18, because it's really good to see the detail of where Babylon began back in Genesis chapter 11. Um, but here in this chapter, we really see the full judgment, the ramification for the seventh bowl that was poured out on Babylon and all of the results of the seventh bowl, how Babylon fell, what Babylon was, what it was a part of. Um, and so we're going to go through each of, um, each of these verses in chapter 18 and try to get a full sense of what this 
final Babylon is, this fall of Babylon is. Okay, so let's pick up in um, the first verse of chapter 18. It says, After these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven. And this I is the Apostle John who wrote uh, the, the revelation of Jesus Christ. He was the one that was given to him and he wrote it down. And he says, After these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was illuminated with his glory. And he cried out mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, as and this is the definition here, and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit, and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. So look at each of these things that describes what Babylon is. And it says it was a, haunt, a dwelling place for demons. All the nations drunk the wine of the fornication, and the kings of the earth committed fornication, and the merchants of the earth became rich through her luxury. So it is this, this system, this world system of luxury and indulgence and all things wickedness um, that all these people became wealthy through that this system has completely fallen. Okay, so let's pick up in verse 4. It says, And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, lest you receive of her plagues. For her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Render to her just as she rendered to you, and repay her double according to her works. In the cup in which she has mixed, mix double for her. In the measure that she glorified herself and lived luxuriously in the same measure, Give her torment and sorrow. Listen to Babylon. Listen to what her heart is. In verse 7, she says, I sit as queen and no widow and will not see sorrow. And then it says, therefore, her plagues will come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she will be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judges her. So as we look at this this calling here in verse 4 is, is God calling his people to come out of her, meaning come out of the world, come out of the world system, come out of all the corruption that the world does to God's people, have no part in it. And so if we go back, let's go back to John, 1 John, and let's see a similar calling from God. A warning from God for, to God's people um, in 1 John chapter 2. And let's look at verses 15 through 17. This is such an excellent summary of how God calls his people to come out of the world and don't be a part of the world and the world system. And so 1 John chapter 2 verses 15 through 17 says, and this is John 2, the apostle John writing this as well. Do not love the world or the things in the world. For if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever." 
So if we take that passage that we just read in 1 John and we go back to where we were in Revelation chapter 18, we see that God is calling. It's the same calling for people who belong to God, who are citizens of heaven, to separate themselves from the things of the world. Now, um, that's the context also for us in the church age. But in this particular context, this is during the tribulation. This is after the church has departed from the earth in Revelation chapter 4. And this is the very end of the tribulation. And so this is calling even to the tribulation saints or anybody that would come out of that world system and get away from the corruption of this world system because it is about to be judged. And it is judged because, again, look at verse 7. It is, it is judged because of pride and wickedness and exalting oneself up. Where she says in her heart, I sit as queen and am no widow and will not see grief. So it's instead of um, being humble before God, it is prideful and lifting oneself up above um, God to be like God or one's own God, little g. Okay, and that's why God says his, his judgment in verse 8, therefore her plagues will come in one day. One day Babylon will be destroyed. Death and mourning and famine and she will be utterly burned with fire for strong is the Lord who judges her. Now let's review what Babylon, the Bible says Babylon is. If we go back to the very last verse of Revelation chapter 17 that we studied and that's verse 18, we have the exact interpretation of what or who Babylon is. Look at verse 18 of chapter 17. And the woman whom you saw is that great city which reigns over the kings of the earth. So Babylon is a literal city that will be during the tribulation period that reigns over the kings of the earth during the tribulation period. And, um, and this is the literal city that will be destroyed. But as we discussed in chapter 17, it really is this world system mentality that began with the Tower of Babel in Genesis chapter 11, where the people came together with one mind and they wanted to be, build a tower to heaven because they wanted to make a name for themselves. They wanted to be like God. They wanted to build a name for themselves. Okay, so let's keep going and uh, let's move on to verse 9 of Revelation chapter 18. Okay, and it says here, The kings of the earth who committed fornication and lived luxuriously with her will weep and lament for her when they see the smoke of her burning. So the city is literally going to burn and it's going to be something that can be viewed and seeing all the smoke go up. And they are standing at a distance, I'm in verse 10, for fear of her torment saying, alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour your judgment has come. So this judgment comes so swiftly, one day, one hour, the judgment of Babylon falls from that seventh bowl that was poured out okay and verse 11 and it says and the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her for no one buys their merchandise anymore merchandise of gold and silver precious stones and pearls fine linen and purple silk and scarlet every kind of citron wood every kind of object of ivory every kind of object of most precious wood 
bronze, iron, and marble, and cinnamon and incense, fragrant oil and frankincense, wine and oil, fine flour and wheat, cattle and sheep, horses and chariots, and bodies and souls of men. So it's just this very very opulent, very luxurious city um, that really is is so indulgent to people. It, it just threw them into wickedness. It threw them in to the love of money, really, and the love of luxury instead of the love of God. And so it really reminds me of Jesus's heart back in uh, John. Let's go back to John chapter 2 for just a minute and let's see what Jesus did in Jerusalem in the temple with this kind of the similar mentality about people who loved the buying and the selling and the money. Okay, as that. So let's go back to John chapter 2 and uh, let's go to verse 13. And I'm going to read John chapter 2 verses 13 through um, 22. So it says, Now the Passover of the Jews was at hand and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. And he found in the temple those who sold oxen and sheep and doves and the money changers doing business. When he made a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changers' money and overturned the tables. And he said to those who sold doves, Take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of merchandise. Then his disciples remembered that it was written, Zeal for your house has eaten me up. So the Jews answered and said to him, What sign do you show to us since you do these things? Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Then the Jews said, It has taken 46 years to build this temple, and you will raise it up in three days? But he was speaking of the temple of his body. Therefore, when he had risen from the dead, his disciples remember that he had said this to them, and they believed the scripture and the word which Jesus had said. So Jesus was, was, had a righteous anger against those who were buying and selling merchandise in the temple in Jerusalem during that first century because the temple was not to be a place of merchandising or money making. It was supposed to be worship of God, and that was what we were built for, to have a personal relationship with with God through Jesus Christ and worship God. We were not to worship things. We were not to worship stuff. We were not to worship money. In fact, Jesus talks about this again in Matthew on the Sermon on the Mount. Let's go to Matthew for just a moment, okay? And let's see what Jesus says about this in, um, let's go down to Matthew chapter 6 and let's read verses 19 through 21 and then let's read down from to verse 24. So Matthew chapter 6 verse 19 through 21. Listen to what Jesus says. He says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where 
thieves do not break in and steal for where your treasure is there your heart will be also skipping down to verse 24 he says no one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other you cannot serve God and mammon and that's another word for money okay so if we go and look back at Babylon again there's just this luxury and and people committed idolatry and wickedness because of all the luxury of the physical wealth of Babylon and these kings of the earth and the merchants of the earth really became rich off of her it was all about money okay let's keep going um, into we're on verse 14 now it says the fruit that your soul longed for was gone from you and all the things which are rich and splendid have gone from you and you shall find them no more at all the merchants of these things who became rich by her will stand at a distance for fear of her torment weeping and wailing and saying alas Alas, that great city that was clothed in fine linen, purple, and scarlet, and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls. For in one hour such great riches came to nothing. Every shipbuilder, all who travel on by ship, sailors, and as many as trade on the sea, stood at a distance and cried out when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What is like this great city? Then they threw dust on their heads and cried out, weeping and wailing and saying, Alas, alas, that great city in which all who had ships on the sea became rich by her wealth, for in one hour she has is made desolate. Let's pause there for just a minute. So all the wealth even of the ships and the shipping industry became rich by her. Everyone worshipped um, just this, this system and they said, What is like this great city? city what is like it who can compare to it and I think that's very fascinating because as we get toward the end of the book of Revelation when we get into chapter 21 and 22 when we get to the very end we are going to see the new heavens the new earth and the new Jerusalem that was what the relationship with God dwelling with his people was supposed to to be it was a relationship based on love that is freely given and freely received you cannot buy or sell love you cannot buy or sell things to make love love is freely given and freely received and that is the point that is the contrast when we look at this city and what it was all about and the city that God had intended for his people to dwell with him in righteousness forever and ever through the free gift of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross for your sin for my sin that all who believe in him would come to have this personal relationship with him and be with him forever in heaven and in the new heavens and new earth where righteousness dwells so that's why it says here in verse 20 if we pick up in Revelation 18 20 listen it says rejoice over her O heaven and you holy apostles and prophets for God has avenged you on her so this the Babylon the wicked Babylon remember as we looked back when we were in uh, chapter 17 look at verse 6 it said I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints and the blood of the martyrs of Jesus so that she um, 
she was she was drunk on the persecution of Christians um, and that is why this was vindication from God on the for the holy apostles and prophets and in heaven they rejoice over the vindication that God has judged this wicked city this wicked system of Babylon Okay, we're doing great. Let's keep going. Verse 21, Then a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and threw it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence the great city Babylon shall be thrown down and shall not be found anymore. The sound of harpists, musicians, flutists, and trumpeters shall not be heard in you anymore. No craftsman of any craft shall be found in you anymore, and the sound of a millstone shall not be heard in you anymore. The light of a lamp shall not shine in you anymore, and the voice of bridegroom and bride shall not be heard in you anymore. For your merchants were the great men of the earth, and by your sorcery all the nations were deceived. And in her was found the blood of prophets and saints, and of all who were slain on the earth. So as we close out this section, let's go back to Jeremiah, and let's, let's look at chapter 51, because the prophet Jeremiah prophesied about this very fall of Babylon at the end of the tribulation period in Jeremiah chapter 51. So let's read some verses from Jeremiah chapter 51. Okay, so in Jeremiah chapter 51, it says, um, let's go down to verse 6 and start reading there. Flee from the midst of Babylon and everyone save his life. Do not be cut off in her iniquity for this is the time of the Lord's vengeance. He shall recompense her. Babylon was a golden cup in the Lord's hand that made all the earth drunk. The nations drank her wine, therefore the nations are deranged. Babylon has suddenly fallen and, and been destroyed. Wail for her. Take balm for her pain. Perhaps she may be healed. And I just read from Jeremiah chapter 51 and I read verses 6 through 8. So even this destruction of Babylon was prophesied all the way back during Jeremiah's time. Um, and it's interesting because Jeremiah was the prophet to the one that was prophesying right before Jerusalem was going to be burned by Babylon and Nebuchadnezzar, that first nation, the head of the statue that we talked about in the last chapter, um, the gold, the head of gold was the nation of Babylon, that first empire um, that started. That was the same, that Babylon, that nation was going to come in during Jeremiah's time and burn Jerusalem and take the Jewish exiles off to Babylon. So I think it's so interesting how it all came full circle and Babylon, even that Babylon, in the end gets destroyed by God um, and when Jesus returns and he's going to take out every unrighteous kingdom so that his kingdom alone stands forever and ever. And so as we close out this tribulation time now and I just I just want to um, say I am so proud of you for sticking in through all of these chapters especially as we got into the great tribulation as we got into the leading up to the bold judgments and then these um, judgments on Babylon you did 
such a fantastic job of persevering through with me. I am so thankful to have you because now as we move into chapter 19, 20, 21, 22, the best is yet to come. Jesus is going to return to this earth and he's going to rule and reign for a thousand years in the millennial kingdom. Then after that, we're going to have the new heavens and new earth where righteousness dwells forever. So that is so wonderful. You stuck with me. I'm so proud of you. And we're going to finish out this study so strong as we go into the last few chapters. So let's pray together. Uh, gracious Father, I thank you so much for um, persevering us, keeping us to finish out through the tribulation to get to the best part of the book, the return of Jesus Christ to this earth, and then eventually the new heavens and new earth after the thousand-year reign of Jesus. Lord, you are so good to us. You keep us and you keep us moving forward in you. And I just pray that everyone who hears the sound of my voice has put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ for salvation to know that they know that they will be with him in his kingdom forever. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus, for all you do for us. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. And I will see you next time as Jesus returns to the earth. Thank you for listening to our teaching today on the book of Revelation. And if you are looking for more tools and resources from Encouraging Women for Christ, please visit our website at encouragedinchrist.org. We are here to help and encourage you on your journey to learning more about God through His Word.